You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hello, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You are listening to House of Cards. The first person we're going to talk to is Delegate Karel Resnick. He is a delegate at the Maryland House of Delegates, like a state rep. He has introduced a bill that looks like it is going to pass to allow small stakes home games to be legal. We're going to talk to him about the process and about the product, which I think could be an example for states all over the country to allow people to play poker in their homes without fear of being arrested. And then we are going to have a returning guest. He is the president of the great poker show, Poker Night in America. His name is Todd Anderson. We're going to talk to him about uh, some new developments in the show, some new shows, and, of course, the players who are in Poker Night in America. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tired of hitting the casino floor and playing the same old table games time after time? Well, there's a new and exciting table game coming to casinos, and it's called Casino Over Under. Casino Over Under combines the thrill of sports betting with the excitement of blackjack. It's easy to learn and incorporates the over-under concept of sports betting in a simple and fluid manner. Casino Over Under is undeniably faster than ordinary blackjack. There are fewer decisions to make, and all of them are fairly easy and exclusive of the other players at the table. Fewer decisions means faster gameplay, and that means more hands. And with payouts as high as 50 to 1, more hands means more winning. Head on over to CasinoOverUnder.com to learn more and stay up to date on where you can play this exciting game. You can even play Casino Over Under on your iPhone with its social app. Casino Over Under. Simple, fast, and fun. Play it now at the Magnolia Bluffs Casino Hotel in Natchez, Mississippi. And coming to casinos near you. Must be 21 years or older to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyons, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards. Night, night, not thrilling, but night. Nice. 
Welcome back, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. For those of you that are familiar with gambling laws, you know that they are different from state to state. And so we thought for the edification of our listeners, we would talk to a man who is introducing legislation about poker in Maryland. We are lucky to talk with Delegate Kirill Resnick. He is a member of the Maryland House of Delegates, and he's with us from the floor of the House of Delegates, which will explain some of the background noise that you hear. Kirill, are you there? I am, Ashley. It's nice to, nice to be on. Thank you. Is there any chance that while we're talking you will be called for a vote, or have you gotten away with uh, 15 or 20 minutes when you can talk to us without interruption? I, I'm actually on the floor right now and voting as we speak on a variety of legislation that's running across the board, but uh, I am available to, uh, to have a conversation. You mean you don't need your full attention devoted to voting? Uh, I, I am very good at multitasking. <laughs> okay, very good. So um, you have a bill about home poker. Why don't I leave it to you to explain to our listeners what the bill is? Sure. So um, for years I was part of a, of a home game with a, with a bunch of uh, friends of mine who um, – would never let me host a game because I lived in Maryland where, you know, they lived in Virginia and DC and we would go to their houses, but they would never let me host because it was not legal to have a game in Maryland. Um, any, any amount of money on the table in Maryland for any reason, uh, constitutes an illegal casino. And so I became a legislator and uh, said, you know what? I could fix this now. <laughs> and so proceeded to, and it's been a, it's been a couple years where, um, I've tried to get this bill through, and, and now hopefully we will have a piece of legislation that, uh, that will allow people to play at home with their friends and family and, and not have to worry about you know, the, the cops busting through the door. Okay. Well, this is something that uh, all over the country, you know, I play everywhere. This would be terrific to copy. So tell us about the parameters. Everybody has their own idea of what low-stakes casual gaming is. How is it going to be in Maryland, mm-hmm. assuming your bill gets passed? So um, we're kind of um, uh, negotiating over some of the specifics right now, but we're very close. Um, generally speaking, the bill will, will says that um, you can play at home or in a uh, community room of a, of a, of a either a retirement community or a, or a housing complex. Um, you can only play with people with whom you have a pre-existing relationship, friends and family. Um, you cannot uh, pass the hat. You can't take a rake. Um, and you have to... Um, uh, um, you have to be limited to a certain amount of money. The bill originally came in the way that I drafted it with $2,000 on the table at any given time. Um, the, the house changed that to, um, the house changed that to 500. They cut it by uh, into a quarter. It went over to the Senate. The Senate changed it back to 2000. And right now we're sort of, negotiating a, a middle ground and, and word has gotten to me that uh, the conference committee is probably going to settle somewhere at the thousand dollar range. So we're, we're very close to getting it through. Okay. I have a, a number of questions about that. Um, I remember that sure. in Montana, they used to have a $300 pot maximum in Florida. They used to have a $10 pot maximum in Missouri. They used to have a $500 transaction once a day rule, but all of them mm-hmm. were unenforceable, really. How would they go about policing whether you actually uh, limited the num- number of dollars on the table to 500 or 2,000 for that matter? Um, that's a very good point. And, and to be fair, they probably won't, um, which is kind of uh, amusing me as to this, this negotiation going back and forth because at the end of the day, that part will not be what is enforced by law. What I'm trying to do is get a law in the books to make sure that people can play at home. And once that happens, the threat of police harassment uh, will go away. And so whether or not we have, you know, $1,000 or $2,000 or $3,000 on the table is not going to be the relevant factor. Right now, in the last couple of years, we've had several instances in Maryland where police have gone into retirement community card rooms and broken up games 
because the the elderly residents who wanted to play a a game of, of poker or a great game of mahjong or whatever it may be um, were being harassed uh, because of a you know a former player who had some sour grapes or a property manager who you know wanted to harass his his, his residents etc. So just getting the law on the books, regardless of where the dollar amount is, right, right. is what's going to help get this uh, problem taken care of. Right. Well, you know, those Mahjong hustlers that make it tough for all of us. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, my wife, play, my wife plays a weekly Maj game for, for $5 a player. Outrageous. And uh, every Wednesday night, I know, every Wednesday night, she, she leaves me with, with the toddler at home, and I, and I wish the felon good luck for her weekly, uh, her weekly game. I had a couple of other <laughs> questions about the bill. Is it just sure. pertaining to poker, or is it any card game that would be played for gambling? So the way that the, the, the bill is going to end up, it's going to be any card game and mahjong. So what will not be included will be things like dicing um, and any other kind of, of, of game that you might be able to use. And also what's limited in the bill is that you won't be able to use any sort of electronic or Internet-based games uh so online gambling was not included as part of this bill as well just pause one second with me again and again we're going to come back after a quick break Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Call us at 609-474-HOCR and leave a message for Ashley and the rest of the House of Cards crew. Comments about the show? Poker questions? You just want us to know about great places to play or you just got bluffed out of a pot? Your messages may even be played on the air. Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com and don't forget to visit our website at houseofcardsradio.com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you can send to having your message played on the air. You're listening to the House of Cards. How lucky you are. With Ashley Adams. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Who the hell do you think you are? Hi, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host for the hour. I just want to reintroduce you to our listeners who tuned in late. This is Delegate Karel Resnick from Maryland, from the House of Delegates, actually on the floor making laws as we speak, giving half of his attention to making laws. No, no, you're fully attending to that. You're able to do this because you're a great multitasker. I love the quaint thing that it has to be pre-existing uh, family or, or friends. So could you bring a guest? If I have a pre-existing relationship with somebody, can I bring them into this game? Is sure. It... Yeah. Okay. If anybody, so if you, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, what will happen is people will probably have to sign something or to show that they're not a stranger to anybody in the game. I mean, I imagine there are a lot of ways around that. I mean, you could. Um, we're not really defining pre-existing relationship. I think we're using sort of common understanding of what that means. And so, you know, if a friend brings a friend, I don't think you're going to have too many issues with that. Again, what we're trying to do is make sure to get this on the book so that these games aren't harassed. But it it it, it also helps in the sense that, you know, a lot of these, a lot of times when the games are busted uh, by cops in states where it's not legal, it's because of somebody who's who was not a regular in the group, somebody who may be a brand new coworker, somebody you met or 
or uh, you know somebody you met in a casino in Atlantic City who wanted to join the game and something happened and things went south and they have sour grapes and they drop a dime on on the game. Right. So in terms of having a pre-existing relationship, that will also help because you know that everybody in the room is a friend or a family member and, and the odds of that drop significantly. That's good. What is the timetable for this legislation? So hopefully we're going to get this thing taken care of in the next day or two. Session formally ends Monday night at midnight, and then the bill will hopefully will be signed by the governor. We have no reason to doubt or to, to think he wouldn't uh, in May. And then the formal effective date of the bill will be October 1 of this year. I forget. Is O'Malley still the governor or is he the ex-governor? He is the former governor. We currently have a different governor. Who's the governor now? His name is Larry Hogan. Now, does this have bipartisan support, or are the Dems lining up on one side and the Republicans on the other? No, no, no. This is this is bipartisan, and um, uh, it's probably going to be unanimous on the House floor. Ah, well, were you surprised at the you know bipartisan support that it received? I, I'm actually not, and it, it, this is not a what, what I would term to be a partisan bill. And I have supporters on both sides of the aisle. Um, I've been trying to actually do this as my fourth session, trying to pass the bill. And in the past session, we've had uh, the concern that has been raised by, by colleagues of mine has also been bipartisan. People of, of various political strengths have been raising all kinds of questions and concerns. So uh, I'm actually not surprised. I think we're going we're gonna to get this thing through. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's completely unanimous or almost entirely unanimous. And, uh, and we'll get it done. Have you gotten any contact from the national poker organizations like the Poker Players Alliance? I actually worked with the PPA for the first two sessions of the bill when it didn't pass. Um, and then they sort of fell off the radar screen for me. I think they have some bigger fish to fry in terms of the, the um, goals they're trying to achieve nationally for poker players in the United States. So um, we've worked together in the past. I suspect they'll be very happy to hear that the bill finally has gotten through. Um, but this session and last session, we had to work together. Well, I would say that what you're doing would be a wonderful example for other states that, I mean, every state has some weird um, illegality with regard to poker. And I would love to see this made the law of the land everywhere. Have you been approached by any other state legislators about how you're doing this? I haven't yet. Uh, generally speaking, we don't tend to call other legislators in other states until their bills actually pass. <laughs> so um, now that, you know, I think we're going to actually get it through this session, um, we will, uh, we, we will um, be able to, we will be able to uh, get some other calls. Well, Delegate Resnick, um, we're going to go soon, but I did have one question for you that you may not want to answer. It's looking back a bit. What were the objections? Because you said it was brought up a couple of times and did not succeed. Mm-hmm. What were a couple of the objections that you dealt with and uh, addressed in order to move forward with something new? What did they say about it from the other side? Sure. So some of the concerns were that we were uh, you know, encouraging gambling. That um, and that we did not necessarily want to use that. It was an argument that I thought was pretty ridiculous, considering we just legalized six gambling loca- full casino locations in the state of Maryland. Last couple <laughs> right, of years. right. And you um, have a lottery we, and uh, you, all sorts of other things. We have a lottery. Yeah, exactly. MGM is building a huge resort in National Harbor. Um, so yeah, the argument was a little little thin on that one. But um, one of the other arguments was is that. Um, that it was a tool that police use to be able to go into a location right. uh, where where they think other other crimes are taking place, <laughs> but they might not have probable cause for. So well, uh, that was a big awful. argument that was used regularly. Yeah, that's awful. That's um, like saying, well, let's you know, make dishwashing illegal, so we have an excuse to go into right. a house to check for drugs. Well, to be fair. Um, not one police department that I spoke to said that they actually did that, and they had no objection. In fact, most police officers that I spoke to said, we all play at home. We'd love to see this bill pass. <laughs> um, you know, most, m- most judges play, uh, most 
prosecutors play. Um, I may or may not know about at least three or four games that members that my colleagues play on a weekly basis when we're here in session. So, um, you know, it is, uh, it is a common practice and, that was one, and that was actually the final question: was is that is this really a problem? Do we really need to pass the bill when it's not really a problem? Good. And uh, this past year, when uh, when the retirement community in the speaker's district was actually busted up by cops, suddenly it became a legitimate problem that we had to deal with. I'm glad that you had those cops bust up that game to help build support for the bill. That was very clever strategizing. I I, I wish that was my idea, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, I can't take credit. Did the casinos take a stand on the bill? They never cared. I, I approached them. I actually have a, a good relationship with them. I'm on a commission called the Maryland Alliance for Responsible Gaming, which is a statewide group to deal with addiction, um, and um, and they're on it. And so I have I have regular interactions with the uh, casino managers and the casino owners, and I raised it with them, and none of them ever cared. I see. I wonder if the bad old days of the Prince George's County games came up at all in discussion. Did you hear anything about that? They they did not. Um, I am familiar with what you are referring to, but that was never uh, that was never brought up. I think those days are long gone. Yeah, I, I read about it in King of a Small World by uh, Bennett which was a, a fictionalized version. But there used to be games all around D.C. and Maryland in Prince George's County run officially for charity, but there were all sorts of scandals about it. I'm glad it hasn't come up, and I'm not going to mention it. How about that? Um, okay, well, we'd love to have you come back on when this bill passes so that we can spread religion to other states, and I appreciate your time. It's my pleasure. Thank you. I'd be happy to help in any way I can. All right. I'll hold you to that. Thank you. Karel Resnick from Maryland House of Delegates. Thank you again for joining us. All right, listeners, we will be back after we cut away for a brief period of time. Attention poker players! Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table, but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone or tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere. An airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a Pro-Caliber poker table. Pro-Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country, 
then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of May 2nd, 2016. A New Jersey grand jury has indicted 48 people for allegedly setting up fraudulent bank accounts and withdrawing more than a half a million dollars in cash from Atlantic City casinos. The ring allegedly targeted accounts at J.P. Morgan Chase Banks, with the accused making withdrawals at the casinos. The people indicted face charges of money laundering, racketeering, conspiracy, and theft by deception. A record was broken in New York this year. The Gaming Commission stated that in the fiscal year, which ended on March 31st, New Yorkers generated almost $10 billion in revenue by playing the state lottery and electronic gaming machines. According to Gaming Commission Executive Director Robert Williams, that makes the New York State Lottery the most profitable in North America. And finally, congratulations to Nevada. According to a study done by WalletHub, Nevada is the most gambling-addicted state. The study ranked Nevada number one for number of casinos, number of gaming machines per capita, and for sports betting. Seriously, did we really need a costly study to figure this out? Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. You want some more excitement in your life? Sign up at TropicanaCasino.com with promo code RADIO and you'll get up to $100 real cash back, plus for a limited time, $10 in free bonus money to play with. Enjoy slot and casino games like Wheel of Fortune, Cleopatra, Monopoly, Blackjack, and much more. Play on desktop or mobile device with our iOS and Android apps. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. $10 minimum deposit and a wager required to qualify for $100 real cash back. Bonus money must be played through one time before withdrawal. Rules and dates apply. Gambling problem? Call one Gambler. You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them.
listeners, welcome back. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. We have a returning guest, a very, very interesting guy who talks to us about a wonderful televised poker product. His name is Todd Anderson. He is the president of Poker Night in America. Welcome back, Todd. Thanks, Ashley. Glad to be here. So tell our listeners what the latest is. I know you've, uh, you've come to Sugar House. You're doing all sorts of stuff. Give us an update on where you're at. Well, I'm in Fargo, North Dakota, living a dream, um, <laughs> basking in the sunshine. That's between terrific. trips. Okay, yeah. so you live in Fargo, but you are still able to run the uh, industry's finest show, Poker Night in America, by traveling to different venues. Where are you now? Where are you filming? Well, we're not filming anything today, but we're heading to Durant, Oklahoma, ah, in a couple days. Choctaw. Choctaw. Yeah, Durant. It's is it Durant or Durant? I call it Durant. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think uh, Okay. That's the nicer of the two casinos that are on the border of Texas that people from Texas drive up to. I remember I was out there and the whole parking lot's filled with Texas license plates, not one from Oklahoma. Oh, that's probably the case. I, I guess I didn't I'm gonna have to pay attention. I've only been to Choctaw. I have not been to the other one, but Choctaw is beautiful. It's it's stunning, really, how, how nice it is. How did you happen to pick it as the place for your next uh, taping for Poker Night in America? Well, we went and saw them uh, in October and met with some of the casino management. And we wanted to do something in that area. I mean, it's such a hotbed for poker. I mean, they do some monstrous tournaments. In fact, this weekend... It's a million-dollar guarantee on a $1,500 tournament. Wow. Wow. So for those listeners who have not seen Poker Night in America, tell us about the setup. How does it go? What do you do? Well, Poker Night in America is is strictly a cash game. So we've been filming it for over two years. We're going to – we'll be on CBS Sports Network now for for the last two years. Our anniversary is in June. Poker Night in America is strictly a cash game. And it's an invite-only game. There are ways to play, like you can win satellites. Each casino can fill seats with satellites. Uh, and you can win seats through sponsorships that we have and things like that. But for the most part, we invite the players. It's, it's a very informal game. It's real money, but it's, it's, it's meant to be fun. So Poker Night in America is really geared towards entertaining players and, and uh, conversations and things like that. How much money do players need to bring to the game? Well, Poker Night in America has a minimum of $5,000 for a buy-in. It's a $25.50 game. Uh, Sometimes the buy-in, the the things get kind of out of hand. Like, there are episodes that are airing right now on CBS. If you watched last night, uh, Daniel Negrano and Phil Locke and uh, Antonio were all in the game. And it got a little nutso. Like, uh, like a lot of money is changing hands. So uh, sometimes it gets a little wacky, but, but for the most part, we try to keep the buy-in down to a manageable level. You know, 25-50, it's a, it's a big game, but it's not like overly huge. So the players, you know, for the most part, feel like they can have fun and they're not stressed too much about the money. And that's kind of the goal. So it's a $5,000 minimum buy-in, but players can buy in for what they feel like? Well, most of the time we cap it at 20, um, but a couple times we've let it go beyond 20, like if, the, if there's just an appetite for a bigger game. Uh, but for the most part, it's a either a 5K minimum or a $20,000 maximum buyer. How do you decide who to invite? Because uh, well, I've, you know, I've the, never gotten an invitation, and I'm yeah, really pissed off about it, Todd. Sorry about that. Um <laughs> Well, you know, obviously we're looking for the best and the brightest. We're looking for the most entertaining players we can find. Oh, um, now I'm really this, insulted. Now you're really, I'm, I'm not really <laughs> digging, I'm kind of digging myself a hole here. Um, so that's pretty much the goal. You know, the whole, the, whole start, the whole show started with the concept that, you know, poker on television just is kind of stuck in a rut where you, you don't really get these people that, you're accustomed, that you've seen in your past. You know, I think when I started watching poker in 2003 and 2004, you know, it's very common to see Helmuth and 
Daniel and these players on TV. It's just not as common anymore. It's so difficult to reach final tables that are televised. So we're basically just changing the rules. We're setting our own path. You know, we're, we're bringing in people that we think that the audience wants to see. Right. You're inviting celebrity poker players, not uh, necessarily the grinders or the, the, the people that nobody knows that now fill up the poker tables in major tournaments because it's so popular. And uh, what is the one or two craziest things that people might have seen in one of these shows? Well, one of the, one of the, the biggest hands that we've ever seen in terms of viewership and in terms of YouTube hits is, was a slow roll that we had the very first time <laughs> we filmed. And that was uh, Sean Deeb against Mike Matisau. Uh-huh. It was pretty brutal. Like Mike had an overpair, and then the flop was all regs. I think it was like a seven-five-five flop, and, and Sean flopped quads. So it was a really, you know, very, very drawn-out, obvious slow roll that he was doing for TV, <laughs> and Mike kind of blew up. Like you, I wish we'd had a camera on him at the time because he stepped away from the table and basically wouldn't come back. So we had to. We spent like 45 minutes convincing him to come back and play because he was really mad. Like, he was legit mad. It wasn't just fake. Um, but so it anyway, was only, that, that hand really sticks out. But even with the slow roll and all that crap, I mean, if he only had $20,000 on the table, um, I mean, for those guys, that's that's not a t- – I mean, 20000 is $20,000, but it's not like it, they don't play for tw- 100 times that amount of money. Well, you'd be surprised. Um, first of all, it's it's the kind of thing that people have a real some some people in poker have a real it's a real flashpoint for them to be slow rolled. Okay, it's a big deal. I don't care if it's five hundred dollars or five hundred thousand dollars. People are emotional about it. You know, it's, it's an interesting debate because personally, not really being a poker player myself, I don't see what the big deal is. Like, whatever. You know, everybody showboats, you know, you, you, in, in baseball, Batista will stand in the box and watch it right. out of the park. Fling you know? their bat. Um, right. Yeah. In in football, you remember that time when um, Terrell Owens went to the center of the Dallas Cowboys field and just stood there like basking yes, in the spotlight? Yes, yes, of, yes, yes. Of course they do. Since Muhammad Ali, people showboat. Exactly. So I, I see it happening in all sports. and I don't see what the big deal is in poker, but... Boy, you'll have a you'll have a serious debate on your hands when you get people on the other side of that issue. Have you ever had players coming to blows? Uh no, we've never had that. That's pretty unusual. We've had Dentali on the show, on the show a handful of times, and he hasn't fought anybody yet. So, <laughs> so what's, maybe next time. Yeah. So. So what's next? I mean, you make the circuit. Do you have any innovations, things that you're starting? Are you going to start having clocks on people? Uh, anything new that's coming out in your show? Well, funny you should ask. Um, first of all, regarding Poker Night in America, we just started we just started airing season four, and we made some major changes to the format of the show. First of all, we added Joe Stapleton. So Joe Stapleton is a co-commentator now with our original commentator, Chris Hansen. So we've got a two-man operation now, two-man commentating team. And so far, I, I must say, the the shows are really good. They're the best shows we've done. Stapleton has really added something to the show, and Hanson is just more himself, more funny. So very happy with that. We have a new set. Uh, we're using seven-handed tables now, not nine or eight. Seven-handed tables gives us fewer talk uh, conversations to keep track of, more action, to shorthanded game. So as far as Poker Night America goes, we've already made some major changes. And then as a, 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 something completely new that I wanted to mention is we have a, a new show coming out in next month. It's called The Final Table, and it's a tournament-based show where we film the final five players. We use a shot clock, and we've got a star-studded, star-studded uh, commentating team that includes Phil Hellmuth, Joe Stapleton, Antonio Espandiari, Maria Ho, and David Tuckman. Cool. Which, where's, your first yeah. ep- where's your first episode being filmed? Well, we've already filmed about a dozen episodes, and oh. we've been doing this since last August. Our first 
filming took place in Turnstile Casino. Oh, in Vernon, New York. Been, yep. And then we went to Pittsburgh, and then we went to Florida, and then we went to California, up at Thunder Valley. And this year we filmed in uh, Maryland at Maryland Live, and we filmed at Canterbury Downs, and we filmed at Pittsburgh. And recently, just last week, we filmed in Philadelphia. So we've got all these episodes that will be coming out. These are tournament uh, poker series, a tournament poker series is going to be on CBS Sports Network. Cool. Late May, early June. So when you were in Philly, were you at the Sugar House in their new room, their new building? That's r- that's right. We were just there last weekend. Cool. When will that air? That won't air for a while, I imagine. Uh, it might be. I would actually say sometime this fall uh, we'll get that one ready. So in this weekend, we're filming it down at Choctaw. The Million Dollar Guarantee will be filmed on Monday, a week from yesterday, that'll be filmed for the new show called The Final Table. What do you think of the shot clock in poker? I think it's essential. Um, we're starting to use it in The Final Table show. It's not really needed in, in our cash game show because the players, you know, they move pretty quickly. There's not a lot of tanking. And when you're in a cash game, it's a little different. Um, but I think it's absolutely essential uh, for the future of poker. I think it needs to... You know, we need to evolve as a game. We need to make it more viewer friendly. Um, I, you know, we watched, we all watched the WSOP last fall and it was brutal. It was just really a difficult thing to watch. Too much tension. I agree. I think it will bring to poker, uh, the needed speed that other sports have also found were needed. Um, I mean, totally changed basketball and, uh, I think it will be very helpful in poker. Thanks for joining us, Todd. I've enjoyed hearing more about Poker Night in America, and I'm eager to see uh, the final table. Look for it soon. CBS Sports, Monday night. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Listeners, that was Todd Anderson, the president of Poker Night in America. He's coming out with a new show, The Final Table, and uh, entertaining guests. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Tired of hitting the casino floor and playing the same old table games time after time? Well, there's a new and exciting table game coming to casinos and it's called Casino Over Under. Casino Over Under combines the thrill of sports betting with the excitement of blackjack. It's easy to learn and incorporates the over-under concept of sports betting in a simple and fluid manner. Casino Over Under is undeniably faster than ordinary blackjack. There are fewer decisions to make, and all of them are fairly easy and exclusive of the other players at the table. Fewer decisions mean faster gameplay, and that means more hands. And with payouts as high as 50 to 1, more hands means more winning. Head on over to CasinoOverUnder.com to learn more and stay up to date on where you can play this exciting game. You can even play Casino Overunder on your iPhone with its social app. Casino Overunder. Simple, fast, and fun. Play it now at the Magnolia Bluffs Casino Hotel in Natchez, Mississippi, and coming to casinos near you. Must be 21 years or older to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. 
with contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards with Ashley Adams. Oh, no, he's a great guy. He's a real prince. You don't like baseball. You don't like football. You don't like anything except those concocted cards. Hi, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. This is my favorite segment, the mailbag segment, when I'm joined by my very handsome producer, Dave Weishattle, in studio with questions from listeners and anything else we feel like talking about. So what do we have, Dave? You know, we're playing radio Russian roulette. We're, we're talking to each other without earphones. I know. We're, I know. We're just, uh, we're Doug, just our producer. Living just, on the oh, edge. We're, we're crazy now. Living on the edge here. Well, of course, the big story of the past couple of weeks was the operations of poker stars in new jersey and we have gotten a lot of letters but strangely enough a lot from nevada and california so i just picked out one tom in boulder city nevada writes i know poker stars started operations in new jersey i have not yet heard if the opening went well or not is poker star- is poker stars only available to people in new jersey or can others play if their opening in new jersey went well does that mean expansion into other states can you um, just hear the hope in his well uh, i'll tell you <laughs> I wish more than anyone I know that Poker Stars would be back to its days of glory and we could sign on from the comfort of our homes all around the United States to play with people all over the world. And unfortunately, from every expert we speak to, from I. Nelson Rose to all the other experts, the answer to that is no time soon. Yeah, long time coming, I guess. Long time coming, no time soon. It is outrageous that we can't and we can't and for the near future at least we won't. Um, well, I know Tom is writing from uh, Nevada, and I, I think Nevada probably is pretty uh, close to getting poker stars, I would think. He asked about how well it did. I did well, some uh, here's some the research. They were number one of that week for the New Jersey yeah. online poker. The problem cards. is, first of all, yes, in Nevada and in Delaware, to a very limited extent, they do have in-state, intranet, uh, online poker. The problem is that if you think it's been relatively slow in New Jersey, which numbers have been picking up lately, but it's been yeah. slower than maybe we would have hoped, Nevada is even worse. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about poker stars opening up. Certainly, they would be welcome there yeah. by anybody that's familiar with them. They were always the best yeah. of the online well, companies. Their opening was very successful. I can tell you the numbers. I know a lot of people like numbers. They averaged 170 players at any given time, and they peaked for, at 441 players at one time for the weekend. That that made think them about what one. you just said. So, Those are great numbers for New Jersey numbers. right now. Yeah. but compare them to what their site looked like before oh, Black yeah. Friday. Oh, they were absolutely. in the tens of thousands oh, of yeah. players. I mean, and so I think it's going to be a while. So, um, yeah. I think that certainly there's still a lot of money, relatively speaking, that they're making in New Jersey. Sure. But it's far short of what they had hoped. Yeah. yeah. And it's less than I think would be enticing for places that were on the fence about whether to invite in a competitor. Um to, or, or for the company itself to go in and compete with existing companies, which is what poker stars would have to do to decide to go to New Jersey. If California opens up, if Ohio opens up, if Pennsylvania opens up, if New York opens up, if Illinois opens up, if Florida opens up, you know, some big states. Yeah, yeah. And if there's some confederation where they could be linked. I think confederation's the key, number one. And then after that, I think it could probably spread well, other places. The, so. the next thing would be first. You got to get a confederation. You have a tiny one, yep. Delaware, Nevada. Yeah. You'd want to have at least one major state like New Jersey connected to other states, and then you'd need to have some link between the U.S. and the rest of the world. And I don't know why we can't do that already. Why can't New Jersey hook up with 
Europe. I mean, what does yeah. anybody care if New Jersey is playing well, with Europe? Why know, do the right wingers care? I found care? out the reason why New Jersey isn't hooking up with Nevada and Delaware is because New Jersey has all the casino games, and Nevada only has poker, and, uh, and Delaware only rules. has poker. So there's different rules. Gotcha. But it still doesn't make sense why they're no, not just doesn't. the poker. But Anything else? No. that'll. Well, I have just one piece of news. We'll talk about it the next time. My wife and I are going to Peru. Ooh, nice. And, of course, I'm going to find some poker in okay. Peru. We're going to Lima, where there are poker rooms. Um, and if any of you are listening in Lima, Peru, and want to sponsor my trip down <laughs> yeah. there so I can focus on just – there are three poker rooms in Lima. Um, I'm going to go to all three. We may even stay at one of them. So, guys, get your bids in now <laughs> to find out where Ashley is going to stay in Lima, Peru. Um, and I will play and I will report back. Or if anyone play. has suggestions on where you should stay. All you folks that have played poker in Lima, Peru, let me know where the really <laughs> good action is and what places I can eat. Do you know what the national dish of Peru is, by the way? It's not llama, is it? No. Okay. That is a dish, but it is not the national. <laughs> okay. It's not the dish that everybody says <laughs> okay. you should try. I shouldn't say national dish because that may be something like you know stuffed pig with an apple. And but this is the dish that everyone that you go that goes to Peru tells you you got to eat when you go there. What is it? Groundhog. Oh, really? So I'm eager to wow. try groundhog in Peru while playing. Uh, no Limit Texas. Our home. listeners in Pennsylvania right now are, especially in the Punxsutawney <laughs> area, are probably going <laughs> to give you some suggestions. That's right. That's right. So that'll do it, and uh, we'll come back next week. And, again, I will eventually have a report back from poker in Peru. Come back next week, and we'll have more poker for you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.